tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Jeep Wrangler 4xe. It's electrified. So you can boogie, woogie, woogie up a mountain, over creeks, or boogie, woogie, woogie through a desert where you get bit by a pit viper. So you boogie, woogie, woogie back to camp and ask your friends if they'll suck the snake venom out. When they say no, you boogie, woogie, woogie to the nearest hospital for a dose of anti-venom and boogie, woogie, woogie your way to a full recovery. The electrified Jeep Wrangler 4xe. Learn more at jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Big Thing. Thank you for joining us to our Spider-Man 2 rewatch. This is the 2004 Sam Raimi version. Now, we have been, we started last week with the, obviously, the first one, and we're going to be doing a full rewatch of all these movies leading up to No Way Home. It's myself, Coy Jandrew, and Winston Marshall, Winston A. Marshall. Thank you, man. And we will be doing a full-on uh, spoiler-heavy discussion. We, we watched it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to – it's just going to go on and on and on. We had a lot of fun last time. We're going to have a lot of fun this time. So join us. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's a big thing. Christian Harloff here. Thank you for joining us. Make sure, if you didn't already do this, that you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. And make sure that you are commenting to this video here. I've been responding to all of them. I spent about three or three and a half hours on the plane on the way back from New York just responding to comments, and it was, it was a lot of fun. So, all right, Liss. Liss? I like that. Liss. 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 Shorten it. Listen's too long. That's right. Have we gotten to that point in the we, world we now that English is organic? It grows. It's just list. List. It, just list because I'll tell you why we need to list. Because I'm Hot too new slang. List. I'm, I'm too fucking tired to figure finish the sentence. <laughs> That's exactly why. It's a good way to start wow. a, a long show with uh, with shortening the word listen. So, we, Winston, you want before we get into this, you want wow. to talk about um, you want to talk about your buddy there? Uh, no. <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> yeah. It, no, I know that that's his good name. Guy. No, he's but a good guy. No, it's not. But that's Chucky, not Buddy. No, but I thought Chucky was. Wasn't it Buddy the guys. doll? Good guys. Oh, see, oh, I don't him, like it. Give him hold his hand. Give him a hug. Fuck you. So, <laughs> all right. I was gonna say, guys, don't worry. No, last time we dropped a couple of uh, okay. That's for the, the only kids, one. That's but, the uh, only one. He had a PG thirteen. That's the PG thirteen. Yeah, that one's warranted. Anyway, so we you set him up for it. Yeah, so look, so what we, and some people talked about this on our rewatch last week that they said we went a little too heavy into how it's going to all relate to New, No Way Home, and that's fine, that's cool, I mean, but we are going to be doing that, see, because it's, that's the whole reason for these rewatches, but we will get into the overall, uh, just the basics of this movie, how it breaks down, all of it, and it's... it's <laughs> you, you, you are, you are so showing invested. your hand. You what? are showing your hand. See, that's the funny thing, Christian. You're yeah. not a very good boy. I would love to play poker with you. I don't play I poker. Take, <laughs> I, can take, I can take all your money. Because I don't play you're just poker. Like, yeah, we'll get into it. How la, it la, breaks la. down. So, Christian, let me ask you. Yes. What do you think about Spider-Man 2? Look, here's the thing with this film. <laughs> because I back on the seconds. but back on the AMC days and like Collider, when I would talk about this, people used to give me so much shit because I, I used to say, I don't think it's the best Spider-Man movie. I don't think it's the best super, super superhero movie. I just think it's overrated so i said i can't wait to see it to tell myself that i'm wrong and i'm here to tell myself you weren't wrong <laughs> it's overrated the movie is overrated and i know i'm gonna get shit in the comments and i know people are gonna be coming for me i and you guys said the opposite thing of what i said because when i when you guys walked in the first thing i said to both of you was this movie is really overrated <laughs> and what you guys both, both said defended. was no but what you both said was yes you know you're not big fans of it but you also said the same thing, which was, you think it's better than the first. Yes. I don't feel that way. I love the first movie because what I said to Winston was, 
I think that there's a lot of there's, and I'll preface it by saying this: there's a lot of great stuff in this movie. There's no doubt. It's not a terrible movie. I just think that it's overrated for the amount of love that it gets. This mm-hmm. isn't like Spider-Man Three bad. This is just to me. There's a lot of great stuff happening. You had mentioned it uh, off off camera that Alfred Molina is a standout, think, yeah. ph- phenomenon. Obviously, you'll go into that, but it's like he's he's great. And there's some moments in this movie that are that are serious and that hit and that really really work. But it's combined with that silly tone of the first movie. That at least the first movie, it never strayed away from it. It was mm-hmm. goofy from start to finish, and there was you know when Willem Dafoe pops in. It's like, but it it's, it's it pl- ties into the girl goes look it's Spider Man. You know, it's like. It all played into the same tone. Mm-hmm. This one, I feel like the tone is all over the place at points. And I get it. Spider-Man is a loser. I get it. I mean, they, <laughs> they beat you over the head that he's a loser. It's like, oh, he can't deliver the pizzas. He's he, he's falling on his face. He can't do this. And then the hors d'oeuvres thing is like, I'm going to get an hors d'oeuvre. Nope. Nah, someone beat you to it, Louie. And it's, like, it's so <laughs> stupid. It, dro- it drove that's me nuts. That's the way Toby plays him. He plays him oh. so one-note loser. And it's, it's right. my big problem with the whole trilogy. And I think that arguably the third one is the least losery of them because at least he's a weird little emo boy. But I, I just don't get why they thought that underdog equaled loser. Because my big problem with any uh, genre content is when our hero is supposed to be the underdog and never becomes likable. Like, right. I, I yeah. get, like, underdogs are supposed to root for, yeah. not be like, Yo, maybe maybe Flash beat him up for a reason. Yeah, he's he's and that's weird. He's kind of douchey in this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, up until you know the end when he he gets he he gets back to it and he has this whole realization that he is Spider Man. That it, there is, like I said, there are some really good things that happen. I really like the scene when he flashes back to Ben and he's like, "I'm Spider Man no more. And I can't take your hand. I can't do that." I thought it was a nice moment. I right. think there's a lot of nice moments in this. I think mm-hmm. the stuff the uh, and I'll let you talk about this in a second, Winston, with the, the motivation for Doc Ock, the stuff with his wife and how that plays out, because he's not a bad guy, and he has this great conversation with Peter. Right. As I said in the beginning, this is not me saying this is a terrible movie. There's a, this is a good movie. I just when people throw their flag into the sand and say this is the best movie, I don't get it. Well, I don't get it. It's, it's, a, it's a nostalgia thing. It's, it's what a lot of us do with all sorts of stuff where you sit there and go, this is the greatest thing that ever happened, yeah. or this is the worst thing that ever happened, when like you go back with objective eyes outside of your childhood memories, and you can go, hey, let's just be real about what we're watching here. So, like you said, is it a good movie? Yes, it's a good movie, but is it as good as everyone says? No, it doesn't touch Dark Knight. It doesn't touch mm. most things in the MCU. It doesn't touch a lot of the Spider-Man movies. The Holland movies, it, I think, are much better than this. I, I, all, I think both Holland movies are better for sure. Obviously, it doesn't even come close to Spider-Verse. Um, I honestly, and I'm sure I'm going to catch heat for this, I think the first Amazing Spider-Man is better than this, honestly. Because I think, obviously, you're getting a retelling of the origin story again, which when you get the same origin story over and over again can get a little you know, yeah. monotonous. Really, they, they repeat a lot of the same beats in this movie. Right, they, a lot of right. the same beats. Well, and, that, and I guess that's that's the big part here, is I think the only thing that has some like major like upgrades from the first movie, which is why I think it also makes it better than the first movie, is Molina. Yes, he's um, great in the movie. Absolutely great. His motivations. The yeah. fact that he is essentially, which is the case with Doc Ock in most iterations, is that he is... Tony Stark without the money, yeah, like equally as smart, trying to do something great for the world, and goes to the dark side, and then things just go completely sideways, yeah. And so instead of Tony, where it's like now I got like shrapnel in my chest, and I realize I'm doing wrong, and I'm going to do better. Ock loses everything, and in this case, in the movie, his wife, right. And so between losing all his wife and his work, that's it. So I I think, but that's the stuff that I like, right? right, a lot, like that, and and it's just a matter of, and I, it's a, I think it's sometimes. Some of my biggest problems in a lot of movies is that they, the way that the humor is kind of placed in there out of nowhere when these moments are really working. Like, you do see those Spider-Man moments from that we were thinking we were missing from Toby in this one in the bank. So when, when Spider-Man comes in, he goes, here's your change. Yeah. He throws it. Yeah. Like, that's a great Spider-Man moment. That's yeah. a, I mean, fantastic. And that's the kind of action and fights I want to see. Sure. Fights were better, for sure. Yeah, but like you know, then it gets to the, the Joel McHale picking up the thing, and, and she slaps Who his Who looks hand. older than he does now? I, right? I know. It's bizarre. Makeup, <laughs> you know, like, man. And what I'll say thing. about Sam Raimi, this dude knows how to cast background players. How many people all are famous. giant? Yeah, this guy <laughs> Fabio like 20 Lamar years early. on the train. Crazy. Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. Yeah, like a Representing New York. We have Bonnie Somerville. <laughs> um, you know, you got uh, Elizabeth Banks, obviously, in that small role. I mean, there's there were a couple of people who popped in, even a few different extras that popped in there. And I was, or not ba- extras per se, but just little background players. And I'm like, oh, he knows how to cast. And, like, the, the movie, 
what I will say about it is it, it doesn't lose its fun aspect. So I understand mm. that people have fun watching this movie. It's it's just a matter of like the the, the way I was, some people think this movie's perfect and I think it's far from perfect. So for me rewatching objectively, yes. as a kid I was okay with Toby because that's what I had. As yeah. a kid I was just excited to see Spider-Man on the screen. As I've gotten older, Toby's been the weak link for me in all these films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I liked this rewatch a little bit more than both of you did. I, I give it like the first one's a B plus for me, the second this new one's an A minus. Wow. Right. Uh so higher than the new guys are getting yeah, it sure. but at the same time i can't fully remove i can't possibly go like oh i'm not excited to watch a spider-man movie so what i'm excited for is when we rewatch the next of these waves is it just they all get elevated am i gonna be like oh we're watching spider-man because i've had a real problem with the iron man jr problem of tom holland yeah. so i think it might yeah, retroactively be yeah. making me enjoy this feels like new york this feels yeah. like a guy that's protecting his neighborhood this so i'm really curious if my marvel experience which i do argue might be a better film is causing me to retroactively enjoy just how contained these are. And that's nice. I don't disagree with a single thing that you said there. I think that all of that makes sense. And I think that, as I mentioned to you guys, why my daughter wanted to watch the last one first was because of exactly that. She's like, I, Oh, he knows Iron Man already. I want to see how he became Spider-Man. Like, Again, I think my biggest issue with what was the rewatch was not the movie itself. It was just the fact that like anytime you say anything bad about this movie yeah. or any criticism, people are just like, "What are you talking about? This is the best Spider-Man!" And I just, I just can't see it. I see so much wrong with it, but I see so much right with it. Yeah, there, there's I, a lot right with it. Well, I mean, it's funny. I know you said the scene that you don't love is they're trying to do the surgery on Ock. And the arms wake up and start murdering everybody. It's, it's not that I don't like the scene itself. It doesn't fit it's, the movie at it's, all. It's, it's the the idea of the scene where he is there and then it's like this these arms have taken him over and he has now become the villain I like that. What I didn't like about it is it starts to become a Sam Raimi B movie with all of the screaming and the scratching of the floor no. and every other scene. And it keeps and, he, and I don't like when he I, Bruce Campbell. I'm gonna forgive that you repeat it, but the guy, the doctor is the is the the, the criminal who killed his uncle. Oh no way! I'm pretty wait, sure. Wait, wait. You mean the actors? The yeah. same actor I'm, that tells him you're not you, if you, this dream you're having is that what you're talking? No, about? no, 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 no. The one when uh, during that scene when Doc Ock destroys it, and then at the oh. very this, there's a there's a doctor that's against the wall and with the, the arm with comes the, with, in. Oh, with and the, you see the four yeah. shot of him. I'm I'm pretty sure I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but it, it seemed it was the same same actor. The it, guy uh, that gets stabbed through the chest of the tentacles, John Landis. Yeah. That's, so that's, I don't know if that's, that's the one you're talking about. Okay. That wouldn't be your not. Okay. Well, I was just going to say the thing about that scene in particular that I then was able to see because there's no other elements of it in the rest of the film is that's where you see Sam Raimi's like horror side. I know. Kind of come yeah, out. But if it doesn't fit at the sound of the film. I, yeah. No, I understand that. But I, I think what I would have preferred to have happen at that particular juncture, if that if that's going to be included in there. Because it, it, it honestly is very similar to Shazam. Shazam does the same thing. In the when, beginning. When, you the go, when, when you go into the boardroom, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that have that horror scene, scene but yeah. then you don't really ever see that again. Well, you stay with the ominousness of Mark Strong, whereas the ominousness of... he Alfred Molina never goes as dark as Mark Strong stays. So for me, it worked in Shazam well, because there's an implication of depth. Well, part of that, I guess, would have to be the fact that that was the arms... On their own. That sure. was not Ock. That right. was purely the arms right. looking out for their own survival. And right. so they're going to murder at any cost. And not. I like that. I see that 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 part of it I liked. It was it was the particular shots that just became that's the same way sometimes when I have a problem with like uh, uh, Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Is that when it becomes a Tim Burton movie and goes away from the story? Sure. And it's like, oh, this isn't really trying to tell the story. This is just Tim Burton trying to do his Tim Burton thing. Sure, sure, and then sure. that's what I got with that scene. It was Sam Raimi doing having a Sam Raimi it was a day. Sam Raimi moment, <laughs> and, he, and he loves to have people scream. Like, yeah. and even Bonnie, who I love. Yeah. Unnecessary, dude. I mean, unnecessary. Lie. It was fun to see her, but it, it also was, fun was to ridiculous to have her look out realistically and be like, "What's going on?" And then, ah, yeah, it was a Sam Raimi scream moment. He does that throughout the whole thing. Like it, when when uh, J. Jonah Jameson who again steals it. Yep. Um, after he's so excited that Spider Man is is gone, and then they just do the shot with the, the newspaper, and it's like. Spider-Man no more. And they zoom into it again. It's a stylistic moment that it's just like, but it's just overdone throughout the entire film. That's the one thing, the cheesiness that that takes it up 10 notches for me that's too much. Even when, like, doing those types of wipes, those very old school wipes. So, like, when Melina knocks him out, 
And then it's like, nah, 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 like right into the Spider-Man right. symbol. And then we're outside Harry's place. And I'm like, you you couldn't have just done a normal transition. Right. You had to like right. go into and the. I do want to give a caveat. I said depth. I meant depth of evil with with Melina. I think yeah. Melina is an incredible performance in this. But even he has moments that don't fit the tone of the film. Because yeah. I don't know that the film has a tone. And that was interesting about the rewatch. It's got like, three I, different tones. And, and that's not a movie. And, right. and whereas like I would say I like Shazam as a comparison. Because that is a almost horror PG-13 film. I think Shazam kept a consistent tone while being a weird tone whereas this is like maybe an action well but, like but, I, but I, I guess that was the, that was the one thing i think you're right in the sense that if we had just picked two tones to go with and blended them together that's so, much that, more common because, because shazam <laughs> did that shazam is this goofy coming of age superhero film mm-hmm. mixed with that horror tone from mark strong yeah, it's an amblin it, film right right Exactly. It, it almost felt kind of like Stranger Things, yeah. to be honest with This you. is not an Amblin film, nor is it really. Yeah. And and I, I don't want to be the one that's like, I mean, we're all saying negatives. Overall, we would not have the seriousness of modern day cinema in the comic book realm without this movie and that's X-Men and the foundational stuff. And I, I always think that Blade doesn't get enough credit for being a not even comic-y tone. Like 1998 predates even The Matrix. But I do feel like that wasn't a $500 million change the cinema right. landscape film. What we need to look at with Spider-Man 2 is how it affected the choices they made even as, as, as close to Amazing Spider-Man. Because when we watch that, that's a totally different type of movie altogether. Right. Well, and they had to like leave this behind. It's What it also did, I mean, there's I'm, I'm like torn on the whole Superman 2, I, I lose my powers angle, right? Mm-hmm. There's part of me... You understand why they did it because he's trying to battle this thing. He's trying to balance between being Peter and being Spider-Man. He's losing the love of his life, but again, instead of this time, it's it's not Harry; it's the astronaut instead. You know, right. and it's like it's just it's just replaced Harry with this guy. It's it's this, and then he's got to try to win her over again. It's the same beat from yeah. the first movie, but you understand why. Um, and then he he keeps losing the the webs, and it's it's as we mentioned that doctor beforehand with the doctor telling him. This is just stress. Like, you got to choose. You have a choice. I, I love I like this that. whole thing, and I can't tell if the doctor knows that he's Spider-Man or not, but he definitely is talking to him like, so you need some blue chew. Yeah, there's okay. definitely so a blue chew, and the whole thing is like an ED it's, metaphor. Some, sometimes this happens <laughs> to a gentleman when right. you're a little stressed. You know, maybe you take some time and d- decide, do you want to be Spider-Man or not? Do you want to have a hard penis or not? Like, right, right. Like, yeah, that was the original line. <laughs> yeah. Sam Raimi's like, all right, that's what we got to cut. We got to a trip. That's it. You're not able to shoot webs. That's, okay, that's, so, that's, you know. That's, like, that's what it was. But, I mean. I also struggle with the Jesus stuff. Like, I, I really had a hard time with how on the nose the whole, like, New York stick together like i know how important that is to spider-man i love that about the character well, remember but though, in though film, but remember though this is 2004 it's still three years removed from 9-11 totally fair yeah. and that that's i like the bond of new yorkers yeah i don't love the the full oh, yeah, savior yeah, yeah. carry across because if they just ended it with a bunch of new yorkers standing in front of them i would have bought it yeah but since they did the thing where they're like gotta go to 12 that's, that's when true. i but there I, is but there is that moment that is pretty emotional that i think does work when they're just when they're bonding together to protect him. The kids yeah. thing works great. That and the bonding works great. Yeah. yeah. But, but also, hold on a second. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you Raymond in Buffalo, Maria in Miami, and Jules and Troy, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with high-quality supplies for every industry, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You now have what has to be like some 20 to 50 people that know who you are. There's not right. one person that before, goes, you're never going to believe who to Before is. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is safer before point. Twitter. Yeah, it's, before, it's before Twitter. Twitter, it's, Twitter. That shit would have been spoiled. Like, <laughs> it would have been live streams, dude. Yeah, it would have been. Spider-Man, hundred percent. May's dead before he's off the train. Yeah, absolutely, and all that. Al May, by the way, who I love and thinks great. The woman is clearly in like her mid sixties, almost seventies, right? Yeah. There's no way with that Doc Ock stuff that she ain't having a heart attack. <laughs> Thrown off a building twice. 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 And then she, but she does smash him in the head with an umbrella, so there's that. Great work. Um, Great team up. The question I have for you guys that I yeah. really want to know is, do you guys think that Spider-Man during all of this shaves his balls? And I'll tell you this. <laughs> the, the, the reason why, because you, you, can't, you can't swing around the city without shaving your ball You'll back. chafe. And if there is anything, 
that is scarier than seeing a black cat, ladies and gentlemen, this Halloween. <laughs> Uh, it is. There is Felicia it, Hardy. It, it, yeah. it's, it's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. And whether it comes to below the waist grooming, there is no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped <laughs> is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Come on, guys. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar. Winston knows what I'm talking about. Wow. And join the 2 million men worldwide by going to Manscaped for 20% off and free shipping. But use that code BIGTHING. That's right. Appropriate. So there's, 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 there's a lot that we, that we do here. And I'll tell you, I love, you guys know, I, I, I screamed to the heavens about Manscaped. And I one time screamed to the heavens when I nicked my balls without Manscaped. <laughs> and you can't do that. And I, and I always thought it was, ah, there's nothing that's going gonna, gonna to save me. Bullshit. Uh, Manscaped to the rescue. Because if you've ever trimmed your balls and you turned it into a Freddy Krueger film, that's, not, that's, that's nothing you want to do. Manscaped is here to save the day and make sure that you're smelling fresh with their new refined body wash. Guys, ladies love their signature scent, and it will scare away the vampires. The Performance Package 4.0, it, it includes the Weed Whacker, which is a total game changer to men's hygiene uh, arsenal. The Weed Whacker is a nose, it has a nose uh, it, and a hair trimmer. Have you guys used this one yet? Yeah, it's awesome. Not, not, not you got to use trimmer. it. Oh, dude, it's phenomenal. You get addicted to it, though. You just sit there, and it's like this is, you, nothing. Nothing will you. You won't see anything. It's it's wow. incredible. Um, Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to the performance package 4.0. There's the Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's got that Shears 2.0 nail kit. They've got a bunch of other life changing products on their website. So make sure that you check it out. Now what you have to do is you get 20 percent off and free shipping, but you got to use that code Big Thing at Manscaped.com. That is 20% off and free shipping with the code Big Thing at Manscaped.com. Say trick-or-treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with <laughs> Manscaped. Wow. There was so many puns. Good stuff, right? I, uh, I, was, I felt left out with the meats, but uh, I can say proud Manscaped uh, uh, member. It's, and uh, it's actually, I, I, got, I, mean, I got the 3.0. I got, I got the last You got an upgrade. That last batch, you got it. Yeah. Four is that much better? It's, it's, it's like, have you ever seen the first Terminator? Yeah. So when they go to the future scene, they've got that that futuristic when they when they're hunting all the humans, and yeah. it's got that light coming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 what it is. Wow. It misses nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, because the light on the three is pretty good, but you're telling me they they upped it even. That, wow. Kyle Reese could not hide from this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. But we ain't talking about Kyle Reese. We're talking about Peter Parker. We're talking about Harry and and Harry's th- th- that scene when he's at the party and he's just like. Slaps him in the face. <gasps> Slaps him twice. <laughs> him twice. Like here's, a biatch. Here's the problem. Here's my problem with that. And this is where I agree with you that my the biggest weak link in this trilogy, in my opinion, which, which sucks to say, is Toby. Yeah. Because I, I for, for everything that we're going to see again in Spider-Man 3, I actually kind of enjoy how sadistic Harry gets and what Franco does with that. It's one of the few bright stars in that movie, in my opinion. This is that moment for, for Peter... Even though he loves his friend, be like put hands on me again and see what happens. Right, because you know he's I'm got saying? a better arc. Franco's yeah. got a way better, more interesting arc. Like, yeah, he's it's, it's stuff about his dad. And yeah. and it, you buy the betrayal, you buy the decision she makes. By the time you get to the third one, it's actually a redemption moment when he does do something heroic. Yeah. But right. in this film, you see that break of him understanding the depth of it. You see the father and son stuff. You see the friendship betrayal. You see this, but like, yeah. there's so much more going on with Harry yeah. and Spider Man. Just stays a little bitch. He just I, does the same thing the whole time. Like every single time, ah, let's not talk about it right now. Well, that's, the, 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 what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's always deflecting. And again, if this is a scenario where obviously you can't go full Spider-Man on him, you'll right. kill your friend. Right. You can't do that. But I don't know a single friend that I have. You slap me once, maybe I deserved it. You slap me a second time, touch me again and see what the f happens. Right. See, I, I caught that one. I, you know, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying a lot of shit. But I, I you know, it's all right. But but and, but yeah, no. But you're right. It's like and and. But it wasn't like in a hallway. It was at a party, at a yeah. party in front of a lot of people. And, and then and then he gets double bitch because he's like, "Hey, stupid! Take the picture of your girlfriend marrying my son." Uh-huh. And it's like you get double, and he's just like, "All right." He's just like, "It's not <laughs> a character." How do you lose for that? Well, How do you root for that guy? The, the, the whole it's it's one thing we've all loved, like Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, time. and Jim Carrey Great is example. like a lovable loser in that in huh. that in that one, right? But he's not like it, he's not. He, you don't have to. 
beat me over the head with the fact he's not tripping over every step. He's not, he can't pay every single bill. His his aunt bitches him, his girlfriend bitches him. Everyone's bitching Peter Parker throughout this entire thing. Like Dude. In the beginning with the pizzas, it's like the everything. Fu- <laughs> almost, almost. Just, just lean with the words. The messed up thing about it is the only person that he has the stones to stand up to is his dead uncle. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> that is literally the only person. Yeah, right. He's like, you ain't gonna be talking to me like this. I ain't Spider-Man no more, Hulk. You stay dead. Stay dead. Right, right, right. Everybody else, auntie, I accidentally, got, I actually got him killed. Get out of my house. It's like, yo, I can't love you anymore. Get out of my house. Hey, yo, what? You love me more than you You love your little friend, Spider-Man? Slap, slap. Jonah's like, I'm not gonna give you no money. Like, he literally stands up to no, no one. one. Yeah. And, and I think the bigger problem with that is, and we were kind of discussing this also before we started recording too, is the fact that when you go to the comics, when you go to the animated series, when you go to any other iteration of Spider-Man, the idea of that super nerdy, super unconfident Peter Parker has been gone since high school. Right. It is still there, but he uses it as a facade. Like Clark the, way, yeah. the way that Clark does the same thing, yeah. the way that Bruce pretends to be this kind of asshole, but he right. actually is always in control. Since we're missing the real science nerd here, minus a couple like, oh, the machine's going to do right. this. Right. You're not giving us something to look at him and go, wow, he is actually a fully formed person here. Right. With a little thing. The struggle, though. It's it's still the Big Bang Theory thing. It's still punching down at geeks. And it's still, like, for me, in this one, because you see Mary Jane love him so fully, what is there to love? I love the character of Mary Jane too much for her to actually be such a weak-willed character to love that guy. Like, Like, why would she leave an astronaut for that guy? But, like, what's he, yeah, what does he, like, the first movie I kind of understood, like, the, because he was always kind of, he was kind to her. He was looking out for her. He was always talking to her. He was charming in his own way. charming in his own way. But in this one, he's just so detached. He's stringing her along. But I do understand that, and I will make it very clear, the dilemma that he's got, I like the dilemma of how do you balance your life when you're trying to show everyone you're normal when you're a spider-man right and it's like and you're not and you're not just it's not like the mcu when you're involved in the big thanos angles you're just trying to stop dudes from robbing banks yeah or robbing whatever it is like so every like even that scene which i do like it's it's such a like premonition of what we're about to get in Spider-Man three with the raindrops keep falling. Like, <laughs> like when, that one strut down the street, I was like, it's because, coming. Because when when you get that music, Sam Raimi loves to do that music video that everything's cool now, and it's just, but he's still, but he's got the hot dog in his mouth, and I like this moment when he looks over, and he sees the robbery yeah. happening, and he's like, nope. Just gonna do my thing. I like that angle. I, yeah. I, I didn't. I thought that like, there's that's, tons of there's really tons of stuff good that's really moments. Well, yes. I, I walked in on you when you had just got to the part where the dude is in the, the, the alley, be like help, and he's like <laughs> getting his ass whooped. And you have the camera angle where you kind of see uh, Toby in the foreground, and you see this dude getting just completely mollywopped. Yeah. yeah. And it cuts to Toby. Cuts back to the dude. Please, anybody. And then he's just like. <laughs> like off. people right. die because of Toby well, in this movie. That's, and that's that's the thing though that it's like this because that that scene though is my biggest problem with this iteration of Spider-Man because this even him being Spider-Man to help is selfish. Like everything is selfish. It's not it's like oh I'm doing I'm Spider-Man now because I feel like now I can do it. So like, well, yeah. what about the guy that got his ass kicked because you weren't ready for it at that point? The only you know? thing was the child, the child in the fire because they right. take the same beat from the first one about yeah. the fire. Yeah, I mean, there's so many literally cut and paste from the first movie. That's I'd forgotten I mean. how like parallel I, they that, were. That's, it is that's why that's my that's why I think I like the first one better because they did it. It's original. It's original, and that's why I also when people are like, "Oh, the second one is so is so different and so like game changing." It's like well, it's game changing in a certain aspect because I agree with you guys. The villain that well, the villain, but it also it, it also allows because there are there are serious moments in the fact that this if. Making it very clear, if this movie doesn't come out in 2004 when it doesn't do the kind of box office, it doesn't allow you to do other movies that eventually become very successful. It was groundbreaking in that aspect and never will take away from that. And mm-hmm. I don't take away anything that Sam Raimi did in this movie. My, I'll say it a thousand times over. It has nothing to do with the movie itself. I just never understand how people... Yeah, it's it's, it's too su- high. It's at such a pedestal. I don't yeah. get it. I, again, just too locked in that nostalgia because the truth is the minute you hit Batman Begins... All of this changes. That's, I agree with Which you. Which is only four years later. Right. Wait, no, three. Because, uh, wait, Dark Knight was 08. Yeah, Dark Knight was 08. So that makes 06. You keep saying that. 2007 was Spider-Man 3. We think, we got, sorry, I'm talking yeah. about uh, two. Two, to, two is four. It's four. And then begins at six, isn't it? Uh, I think it was I think it was 2005. 
So it's I a think year it's, later. It's 2005. Yeah. So, that's so we're the talking thing. like it's about it's to change. Quick. It changes. Look, Nolan, but Nolan, what Nolan did, and we should do a rewatch of the Batman. Oh, it's a lot of them. But we should do a rewatch of, yeah. of at least it's Nolan. It's not as ones. bad as you think. No. Four because plus like, three. It's, it's four, I, the, the four, the four, you got the two Burtons, the two Schumachers, the three Nolans. Yeah, that's if we don't do animated, though, because there's a lot of animated. Well, I mean, okay. And then I Adam mean, West. I, what what, what, what kind of animator are you talking? Are you just talking Mask of the Phantasm? Are you talking about the entire? There's three that are in the Mask of the Phantasm arc. Yeah, and there's also the the Joker one. The, that's the third. That's the Batman Beyond. So there's Sub Zero, which is the second one so after Zero, Phantasm, and then the Return, and then the Joker. Joker. That's the three. Yeah, that's I, the trilogy. I don't know. But that's I, we have a while before the Batman movie comes sure. out, so yeah. we can we, can, we could that'd be yeah, fun. We yeah. could. Um, but anyway, so that but what Nolan did with that franchise in general. But I think that Ramy Ramy helped that right because yeah. Yeah, you look 100%. at what Burton did, and as much as I say Burton makes his own movies sometimes, and it's just all like I think that that's why the second one suffered. I know people love the, the Batman Returns, but I don't um, because of that problem. But you cannot deny what Tim Burton did for superhero films in 1989. Right, mm-hmm. he was without that movie, you don't get a lot of these. Well, things. I I would make the argument that Spider the the Ramy trilogy is taking its cues from Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. You're being honest with you, I know how bad he, he did. He did it much better. Yeah, but that same kind of silver camp, age camp. Think yeah. it's the silver age yeah. camp because you go back and look at Batman and Robin is like never leave home without it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yes, but remember and he the transitions and everything. It's, it's very reminiscent to what like George Lucas. When you look at George Lucas, what the movies that he made, the Star Wars movies, and the the serialization, the things that he followed, the Buck Rogers mm-hmm. and Flash Gordon. That's all there. It's all present. It's all stuff that he grew up with that you see. Right. Sam Raimi. It's the same thing. Sam Raimi came like loves the B movie. Loves that the, I mean, you look at some of the even even in that scene we're talking about with is that there's a throw to the Evil Dead when he's got the with, with the saw and right. everything too. So there's you're asking him not to do what he loves when he at that point he had just made the successful massive Spider-Man film just two years beforehand, yeah. and to and to give him all the credit in the world, it usually takes about three years to do a big sequel like that, especially at that time, and yeah. be successful did and not. He did it in two, and he made a very successful film because yeah. in 2004, when this thing comes out, until, like I said, to this day, people swear by this film, and in 2004, this is a m- big movie, money-making. There's nothing really to compare to. And you made a great point, though, with the Batman thing. I think what changes with the Batman thing is people and the narrative of comic book movies in general, because he took it so serious, Nolan, that other movies started to do that, and the MCU was able to do that Mm -hmm. a lot with a lot of movies. There was a lot of camp in in MCU movies, too, but there's a lot of big moments. But it it works. Yes. You're not taking yourself... Like, because doing that kind of camp becomes a farce. So, yeah. To do a farce, you have yeah. to take yourself and it doesn't hold up. Seriously. And it doesn't hold up. Exactly. So, like, I look at Iron Man, and there are plenty of those moments for sure. Yeah. But think about how grounded mm-hmm. that movie actually is. Uh, but then you get the moments of like the 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 you know the SUV ah like slamming on right, and trying right, to get away right. from Warmonger yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But or, they and this is Sam Raimi though to cut to the driver though would have pushed in on his face screaming like those that's the difference right. is like right. you know to balance that right. exactly right. that's the problem that's because the same thing happens it's the SUV the family is screaming but they're not staring down the lens of the camera exactly paying attention to but the that's scene the, that's the B movie thing I'm talking right. about yeah that's, right. that's and that's what I think hurts these you're talking about yeah that's that's because this story it's we talked about it when we do the rewatch for the prequels. Um, which people keep asking me about. Don't worry, they come like the, the this airs on Friday. This so the Empire one airs today. So you guys will be you're, okay. you're good to go. Um, but the it's the same thing I talk about with the prequels. That there's just certain things in the prequels that are very cheesy, don't work. And but if you look at the overall blueprint of this the movie, phenomenal. The overall blueprint of this film is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It's just a matter of that style. If you love that style, if you keep the nostalgia, I think you'll watch this every single time and feel the same way you did about it, and then you'll be like, yeah, this review deserved a dislike. Right? Because <laughs> it's inevitable to come. Of course. And I understand <laughs> I understand that because I think there's there's certain movies that I love that I don't want to like, acknowledge that yeah. just don't hold up. Um, and I'd be like, nah, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You say about. anything bad about Lethal Weapon, I'm coming to your house. Yeah, this, <laughs> Lethal Weapon, man. I just watched that recently. So good, man. So holds up great. Into. Um, yeah, I mean, I, for me, it's it's the Rush Hour films. That Everybody's got one. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Everybody's got a franchise that's like infallible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think and I think a lot of people feel that way about this film. You yeah. Know? And, and, I, and I get it, and it's a matter of where you saw it, how you saw it, how old you were when you saw it. It does do a lot, but what I will say about it and we, because we haven't done a lot of this on this episode thus far, um, how it's going to tie into No Way Home, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, 
I think that there's a couple ways that you could obviously do it besides the obvious that Doc Ock shows up. Um, <laughs> but when he's going through that experiment. Yeah, thought of that too, rewatching it. Yeah, man. Like, that's how you can make that work because not only do you see the, like, this whole big thing open up. Like, mm -hmm. that's when Strange and Holland could pop in at that moment because the door opens up because whatever he's doing in that experiment. Yeah. And then the other thing is they mentioned Doctor Strange. Did Wait, you, they did. I, I, they were trying to come up with a name and, for Ock. And, they were and like, I loved when he said, already taken. Taken. it's already taken. And yeah. How much yeah, did you guys think you of Vibranium every time they showed that uh, that metal? They were like, the it's the rarest yeah. in the world. I was right. like, that yeah. would have been Vibranium in 10 yeah. years. Yes, like They literally like yeah. had a fake metal. So, so there's ways to really tie this in. Yeah, I, I agree. I 1,000% agree, especially that Doctor Strange thing. That yeah. that that yeah. I was like, holy crap. I, I see where they're going with this. Side note, I just wanted to look up when these movies were coming out. Um, that 2007 was a terrible year for the end of trilogies because it wasn't just Spider-Man 3. It was Rush Hour 3. Those were two oh, of the worst third movies and ever. conclusions ever. It's funny, yeah. Well, I remember, well, I mean, to, and we'll get into it when we watch Spider-Man 3, but that, that movie, I don't blame Raimi for that one because there was so Studio. much Studio stuff that was going yeah. on um, behind the scenes. But, like... Anyway, we'll get we'll get into that. But as far as how it all ties in, you can see that working. The Elizabeth Banks angle goes nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, that also sucks. Like we don't yeah. we don't we don't dive into that at yeah, all. Yeah, she's fantastic too. Yeah. She's yeah. really good in it. And I, those moments, by the way, with J. Jonah Jameson it, are just highlight. I laughed really loud when she said, "Your wife can't find a check." But he's like, "Thanks for that." <laughs> <laughs> So good, like J.K. Simmons oh, is the movie. So good, he's, he's all three of these movies, and I would yeah. even say even the, the the last like when when Peter does go off him in the next one, that that shit's hilarious. Yeah, um, but then even like at the wedding where he's like, call the caterer. Uh, call Mark the caterer. Tell him don't open the cabinet. Yes, like, yeah. like that's I'm like, so that's authentically the, Jonah. It really is. It was it really good. Really, really. Is. I would say out of the Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi movies, the thing he gets the most comic right is Jonah, and the thing that fits all of the films, even while their tones are changing, is J.K. Simmons. It's incredible yeah. that he works in any scene. It's incredible that he works in the MCU. It's incredible that he feels like the comic books. Like there's a there's a beautiful art to what J.K. Simmons brings to Jonah Jameson. And I also want to say that uh, another way I could tie in is the special effects and this are arguably better than a lot of the MCU. Like the, really? the fact that the practical suit oh, looks yeah, practical, okay. the yeah. fact that Spider-Man swinging around actually looks like someone with some weight swinging around. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of those things make me go like, Oh, this in the MCU next to Tom Holland, that's going to work. It's funny you say that because like I was watching black widow the other night and I said to myself, there's, there's so much, they still haven't learned to just keep doing overdoing the CGI yeah, stuff. Right. And it's like, and now I think because of everything that's gone on in the world is that, because of the inflated budgets and you can't really justify because of the box office that maybe they're going to start pulling back to practical effects more oh, and start that. pulling back because that's the type of stuff like that's what's been working in the volume from Mandalorian yeah. and other things too. Like and look at the sets in this movie. They have full size yeah, sets. They yeah. actually burned a building. They actually, you can feel the daily bugle be a place you can walk through. It's, I it's can't true. say that about most sets in the MCU. No, it's true. I, I agree with that. I think that they, hopefully they go back to doing more stuff like that. And especially if they start using like, I think the volume technology is going to start Change taking over in general, especially now that Disney really has a lock on it because yeah. of the Mandalorian. Can you imagine the Dr. Strange visuals you could have in in yeah. that space. Imagine yeah, like yeah. going through space time and changing reality. You could do the what if finale in that. I have not seen what if yet. Oh, I mean, not, 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 not in general, not, not, in, not in general. I, I the, the, the last like four. So uh, what you, you can it, do you with it. that alternate reality yeah. warping insanity. Can you imagine that in the volume? I, yeah. Well, and, and it's, I, I, Obviously, it's not what this is about, but right. you need to watch that because you want to talk about implications for No Way Home. All of it's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm, I am going to watch it. I, I, I've liked very much what I've seen in, inside of What If. Maybe even before Eternals, if you have time. That's that's good to know. Yeah. I'm going to see that soon. So, um, all right, before we get back into the Spider-Man stuff, you speak of Sam Raimi and you speak of uh, his horror background. Well, there is nothing that screams horror more than Shudder. I don't know if you guys know about Shudder. If you guys have been paying attention to Shudder, if you if you haven't heard about it, we're very excited to be working with Shudder. Um, Shudder is the Netflix of horror. It really is. And summer's over, guys. There's a chill. <laughs> there's a chill in the air and spooky season. It's arrived. So get to watching scary movies. There is no better place for horror than Shudder. It's kicked off at 61 Days of Halloween, which is a two-month supersized celebration full of new movies and series like a new season of Creepshow and VHS 94. Um, and let me tell you this. During the Schmodown season, 
I get 87,000 texts from Bibiani usually throughout the season. However, there's a two-month time I never hear from him, and that's right now because he's on Shutter, And that's another reason why I love Shutter. And the brand there's a brand-new installment um, of VHS 94 in the acclaimed found footage anthology franchise, and that's the start of Shutter's unbeatable Halloween lineup. There are new specials from Elvira and Joe Bob Briggs, a new season of the Bullet Brothers, Dragula, their new docuseries behind the monsters on the origins and pop culture of dominance of your favorite modern movie monsters. There's so much more. Some of the titles that they have is Slasher, Flesh and Blood, Carrie, Superhost, Martyrs Lane, Creep Show Season 3, Elvira's 40th Anniversary, Very Scary, Very Special Special, Seance, VHS 94, Joe Bob's Halloween Hoedown, Horror, Noir, so much. And you can stream great thrillers, horror, and suspense for $5.99 a month or $56.99 for the year. Shudder has the largest, fastest-growing curated section of thrilling and dangerous entertainment. It is the Netflix for horror. There are supernatural terrors, edge-of-your-seat thrillers, and a shocking horror added every week. You'll have unlimited access to stream ad-free on all your favorite devices. Now, that could be iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Xbox One, Amazon Fire TV, Google Chromecast, excuse me, Chromecast, Roku, Android devices, everything. So you got to check it out. Do it. And I will tell you that uh, the, the the creep show for me when I was younger, I loved it, loved it. Very excited for this uh, for this new season because that's something I'm going to be checking out. And I was excited to get because, like as you guys know, horror for me it's got to be really, really good. It's got to be something I want to see, and when I really want to see it, I wind up really enjoying it. And especially now that people keep, I mean, Koi knows that people keep asking me to do a horror division. And it's if an you want, entire it's push. A thing. And <laughs> if you're going to train for a horror division, you do it at Shudder. So uh, there's a vast selection of content, extensive international library, range of genres and type of movies from old classics to modern favorites. Try Shudder free for 30 days. Go to Shudder.com and use that promo, Big Thing, S-H-U-D-D-E-R, Shudder, and use the code Big Thing. For YouTube channels, we will have this, uh, if you guys know, we'll have this uh, link in the description. So just check that out. So that's it. So go and check it out. Shutter, do it, and let the English see you do it. Watch some Brendan Meyer movies. They're yeah, on he's got a ton of them for sure. Is <laughs> he in a lot of horror films? He tons he's of been in a lot of them too. Well, yeah. I know he's in a. I know. I know he's in a, a decent yeah. amount of films. I didn't know horror was. That's like his I'll thing. tell you what's a horror. I'll tell you what's a horror is that haircut he's got. It's now. impressive. Yeah, it but, is. It yeah. is Chucky esque. And, and the only reason I say that Winston the way, that way because we saw him at the bar <laughs> in New York. Yeah. And everybody was like, "What is with?" He? It's like it's like if it's, we shave Chucky's head yeah. around the sides, it's like a Dutch boy kind of like, oh, and then so it's blonde underneath. So he's actually going. Going for the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Three look. I don't know what and it he's is. He's just gonna go full emo, Mike Chemical Romance. Hope, but it's not. It's not Flock of Seagulls style. But it's like. But it's. It's, it's just like Devin like, Sawa it, fought it's Chuck. It's just like an early nineties. <laughs> yeah. It's like an early nineties, like terrible haircut, right? And I said no. And and I, I'm also not. I'm also been this guy. Like I'm never the guy. Like if everybody's talking about somebody's bad breath. Or about the, 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 the friend's got the bad breath. He'd be like, Dude, you need to brush your teeth, or you got, or you got to. Yeah, gotta I'll be, it. I'll be the dick. Yeah, you know, and it, you take a mint. Yeah, right. And the same thing. I'm like, I'm not gonna let this kid keep walking around. Everybody keeps, <laughs> everybody's shitting on his haircut. And I Just, said to him, and all I said to him, I go, if I offend you with this question. <laughs> You can tell me, but that's got to be for a role, right? He goes, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he goes, he's been away he, filming. Yeah, he, Thankfully, that was tied goes, to it. He goes, absolutely, this is this is, this is is for a role. This is for, yeah, oh, oh yeah. I mean, I, he's like, oh, no, no, I, could, I, would, I would never be able to get this. And he's going into the whole thing, and I was like, okay. And, there, and, and then I, and, I, and I introduced him to somebody at the live event. I go, this is Brendan Meyer. Don't worry, this haircut is for a role. <laughs> And it's, he goes. He goes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank it's you. that intense. It, it's that it's necessary of a display. He does. He looks. He look. I call him Lady Hawk. That's who he looks. Yeah. Like. He looks like Lady Hawk from uh, from uh, the, the movie oh, Lady Hawk with Matthew Broderick. Well, I mean, Monk. that that haircut would get him Bryce Dallas Howard. So you know, maybe it's true. He's gotta, Sometimes he's magic hold on works. To it, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard. The next movie, Felicia Hardy. Oh, okay. or no, no, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Oh, Gwen Stacy. with the worst right, right, haircut right. in the trilogy, ever, ever. which is saying a lot. All right, but let's hop back. Let's hop back into the movie itself. Um, and then so the train scene, obviously the the relationship that sequence is incredible. It is. It's a great sequence. Yeah, and it's got a lot of emotion to it. And I think that that's where we, I think it justifies our complaint about it. Like yeah. you have a, you have a moment like that, which is so great and it's so emotional. But then when you if you coupled that with that scene. With the Bonnie scene, or with mm-hmm. the, 
the doctors running away from the, the the arms and screaming, you'd be like, these are two different films. I I think the moment that gets me that I'm like, what the hell? Like, is is when he's then I understand he's knocked out, but the, when he's captured by Ock, he's oh. delivered he's delivered to, to Harry, and Harry pulls the mask up, oh, and he falls back right, and then Peter wakes up and he goes, oh. Just like immediately, <laughs> like it literally was not like he was like he wrapped him with styrofoam. Right, right. Like I just, I, I get that Spider Man strong, but it's like barbed wire and crap. Like there's no, there, no there, like it, there's nothing. He doesn't have strong skin. Well, that was the same nothing. issue that I had with the first movie was that the, Willem Dafoe takes him up on the roof. Yeah, and he's got him, and you they just keep his mask up, and it's the same off. beat. It's the same beat. And I, uh, my thing is the the third act here works better than the third act in the first one, so it yeah. gives it slight elevation. And the the Mary Jane stuff works better in this one than the first one, except the kiss. The kiss is iconic for yeah, all no, of no, comic I, book I, culture. I agree with that. I think I th- I. But the even, coffee shop scene is brilliant. It is like them even, sitting it, talking, the car flying in. That's so Spider Man comics in the sixties. Yes, 70s. but even though it does play into the fact that we still don't understand exactly why she's got the same infatuation for him. Yeah, that, that she doesn't would in the track. First one, but. That doesn't make sense. The other thing that doesn't make sense is that how does nobody immediately figure this out? First of all, if you're going to capture Peter Parker, why are you throwing a car at him? And then he's you hiding not, under the you rocks do and then he not, bursts out for some you, reason. Oops, what, what, what dropped? Oh, okay. It's like, first of all, if again, if you're Doc Ock, why are you throwing a car at the dude you're trying to, to kidnap to find out where Spider-Man is? Yeah. If you kill Peter Parker, you, you don't know no where shit. Spider-Man is. So first of all, that doesn't make sense. Second of all, the fact that he grabs her, rolls her under the flip, and then flip, and she doesn't immediately go, how the hell did you do right, that? Right, right. You didn't even see well, fall well, wait, upstairs. But, but that, that's, that happens throughout the movie. Right, yeah. because, but that's, like, because, yeah. no, I'm with you. So like, the, he's going to get the robbers, and he's on his bike, and he has a spice, and he flips over and lands, <laughs> and the kids go, "How did you do that?" Well, this is a moment for funny humor. My vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Oh, <laughs> she's been telling me that. Fine, the kids get it. What about the other two thousand people on the street <laughs> in New York City? In the, in Even the, in a pandemic, right. people would have saw that. The kids, no I'll give you. The no kids, yeah. yeah. The kids, the kids, I'll give you. <laughs> We're playing. But that everybody, no Twitter nobody card else is hard. paying attention to this guy flipping into the sky. Yeah. So it's like, but this is the question that kind of lends into it. Were we um, a lot more forgiving to the superhero tropes back then because there weren't a lot of superhero movies back then? There were there were yeah. a bunch, but not like there are today. I think. I think that's why Marvel isn't doing secret identities because secret identities don't work. Everyone in the MCU is exposed. Like right. Iron Man right. revealed who he was in the first film. Secret right. identities don't work inherently because Twitter, because we look at the world. Right. And back in the early 2000s, they had the concept of secret identities that I think we've kind of given up on. Right. I'm really curious how the Batman handles it because it's in the modern day of acknowledging like, wait, that guy's chin looks like Batman. It, right. it, it would happen, <laughs> but I think the problem is you since you're writing this and you know all those types of things, you cannot have that happen in a big area. You have to think about that. Like you said, if it's just the little kids that were there, maybe they were playing ball in an alley and they right. see him do right. that's, that's, different. that's different. That's one thing. Yeah. Not Fifth to Avenue. See Fifth <laughs> Avenue, <laughs> like, watch him do a flip off of a moped, land like he didn't get hurt because we're going today. 40 no. miles yeah. per hour. That doesn't make sense. And it's not like the siren. Like It's literally attention, attention, attention. There's sirens. There's a chase. Everyone will be watching it. No, even in but, New York, everyone's watching I, a chase. Right, but that's what I mean, though. Like Back then, on set, if someone says that to Sam Raimi, they go, that's Spider-Man movie they'll get over yeah, it that i, I don't think, think that applies today no i agree and that's why i'm curious when he does dr strange like i don't think that's why i know you were a little nervous I about him still. doing it i don't think we're gonna get i think that because in 2004 the approach I, that's why i give sam raimi a lot of credit in the fact that i don't think sam raimi is going to be like tim burton where it's just like no this is how i make movies that's it yeah i think you'll see a bit of it i think you'll see some of the extreme kind of close-ups and those types of things but i think that because of 2003 when they shot this movie um very different and he's coming off of that massive movie that he made already so he had kind of the carp launch he essentially was nolan at that point because he Uh gets because he it wasn't supposed to be spider-man it was supposed to be star wars star wars was supposed to be be talking the town and it was and it was supposed to be matrix was supposed to be talking the town Mm -hmm. and it wasn't after the sequels it was still spider-man spider-man was spider-man's coming off of this sequel so so he was the guy so when you are the guy you can say yeah i'm gonna do my shots i'm gonna do my horror movie be horror movie because it doesn't tie into anything else it doesn't connect into any other universe 17 years later you're a director of an episode of tv versus a movie you're you're in the middle of a series but for him he's not this is just a sam raimi movie so i can make sam raimi spider-man in 2003 you yeah. can't make sam raimi's uh doctor strange today because it's not part of it you That's can fair. you can absolutely do the tropes you can do the things 
that you did and not change a damn thing and make that movie in 2004 and have people love it for what it is, but you cannot in 2021 have people who watch these movies all the time and not say, how did they not notice him flipping <laughs> over the, the cab? What they might do is make it all the extreme Sam Raimi stuff. Because if they're making Doctor Strange as weird and connected and otherworldly, they might just have it like all cranked up to 11 so that big push-ins feel normal because yeah. you're like, oh, you're experiencing this nightmare reality. I, I, I would even venture a guess that then he goes away maybe from the B-movie camp mm-hmm. and goes actual full thrilling horror in that regard. right which he can do great right and i because think that's what they were going to do with derrickson but then yeah. right. derrickson said they didn't want to do that though but but i think that that's probably why they got raimi because they were probably like look we're already thinking about doing spider-man like like letting all these spider-man drag me to hell raimi not the I, evil dead raimi right i think that that's exactly what happened is i think they probably pitched it to him like look we know that that's kind of what you've wanted to do anyway yeah and we know that that's what you're really good at so not only would you probably have a say, because you know uh, with Infinity War and Endgame, what I thought was so brilliant, they had this uh, almost like a Justice League of directors where the directors from each of the franchises would all sit with the Russos yeah. and together. Right. So like you would have uh, Peyton Reed whenever uh, any Ant-Man character, he would be on set and mm-hmm. would yeah. partially direct <laughs> to make right sure there. that... Yeah. Well, it's the same point that we made last week. That's a balance week. of tones that this doesn't have. Right, right. But, but the same tone, that, uh, the same thing that I'll bring up and probably bring it up at every episode so people are, are aware the difference is that and I always bring up Edgar Wright yeah when Edgar Wright came on to Ant-Man as we said last week he was um this is before the MCU yeah so he was signed on so once the MCU became the MCU and they're like okay we want you to make an MCU movie he's like that's not what I signed on to right it's the same thing that if Sam Raimi was signed on for Spider-Man 2 yeah and then Marvel came about and said well now we want you to do an MCU he's like well that's not what I signed on for right, right. however the MCU has been established now, so when Sam Raimi signed on this time, it was the MCU. That's fair. So they're going to have those meetings with him and go, look, we want to do this. Mm-hmm. We want you because you're Sam Raimi. Right. But can you do this for us? It needs us? to hit these beats. It yes. needs to end here. It needs yeah. to feature this. And I, I think it's going to be special. I think it's going to be too. good. I just, you know, rewatching these movies, it, there's obviously a little trepidation. Isn't it weird, though, that I thought about this, too, that, that they how much of a splash would it have made if Sam Raimi would have come back to direct the third Spider-Man of this, it would have been insane. I, I, it would have been dope, but it's the same director from the first two, right? I think. It it's, yeah, I, think I get why. I understand why. I, I think one. They started off in phase one, being kind of like, "Hey, we'll we'll kind of mix yeah, it up." Yeah, no, it around. makes sense. But they from then they've been like, whatever director gets yeah. this, this is their franchise. That's their franchise. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, but I, how I, insane is it going to be if Doctor Strange two ends with Spider-Man four? His Spider-Man. Right. I mean, well, what if... That's what you keep saying. I don't know if they're going to be ballsy enough to do that. I, I mean, they made some swings. Would. I don't think the MCU will. I think Sony No, no, I, it won't be a Marvel film. It'll be a Sony it film. A and Sony you know what film. Sony needs? More franchises. And because and because they set up the multiverse that people... How like, insane uh, how would we get... We, is, I'm not yeah. saying this is happening. How insane would it be if we get a Spider-Man 3, a Garfield 3, a Toby 4, and a Spider-Verse 2? Right. When you say Garfield 3, I re- immediately Bill say Murray's Odom. Garfield Odom. 3. Uh, Odie, Odie. <laughs> But we could do that. We could have a shared universe. And if you're No Way Home is the title, I guarantee, almost guarantee, 90% guarantee, Tom's going to get stuck in Sony. I think Tom leaves the MCU with this film. I think he doesn't come back? Yeah, I think he has No Way Home. Uh, No, the only reason why I disagree with that is the fact that very clearly, with Strange being involved in everything else, I think it's one of those situations where you've just merged worlds. I don't want to spoiler anything for certain yeah. things that are out, but yeah. there we've had enough clues in certain movies that have happened mm-hmm. that all you're going to do is you've opened up the sandbox where Sony now their sandbox is actually connected to the yeah. MCU one, but they're going to play in their own little area, yeah. which lets stuff free flow. I'm wondering if it separates at some point. Though. I wonder. <laughs> the title just makes me think some things, you it know, could like be. just, um, we, I mean, we'll see. All right. Before, I like not knowing it's more exciting. Before yeah. we move on, obviously, um, Corey Andrew is the least out of shape out of the three of us here in the room. Um, <laughs> and, and that is because he does not use Fitbot, but he should. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Fit sponsor. I'm in. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Honestly, have you heard of Fitbot? No. Oh, okay. You're, well, this is strap this is, in. This is right. You, you think you were jealous because you didn't get the, uh, the butcher <laughs> the box. Meats. No, listen, listen to this. So, as you know, Koi, if you repeat the same exercises over and over and over again, it just makes you lose sight of your progress or can kill your motivation. So, what we don't want you to do is get stuck doing the same old workouts. Making progress towards the future means overcoming new challenges. What FitBot does, it creates a fitness program that continually adapts with new exercises and dynamic intensity that adjusts to how you're progressing. So, you'll be challenged to meet your goals at your own pace. Now, perfection's an illusion. 
We all know that. But there's always a higher level to strive for that looks different for everyone, especially when it comes to fitness. There's no perfect body that everyone can achieve. But what we can do is continually become a better version of ourselves. There's no workout um, th th that's a one-size-fits-all. FitBod creates a fitness program that continually adapts to you. So you stay challenged with new exercises, pacing, and intensity based on where you are and where you want to be. So there's a lot of great stuff with this app in general. You can pick workouts tailored to your equipment and your goals. The app has very clear and easy-to-follow instructions. Um, it's great to balance like mus muscle groups, and you can recover really, really fast for the next workout. I already from using this thing i was in new york and it's like it right away if I, if I if i ate something bad popped up on my app and it was something like well look this is what you need to do this is and this you work it off i feel stronger and faster and thank you to the personalized training on side of the app in general fitbod creates a program based on your unique body experience and your environment whether you're exercising three days a week or twice a day every workout is scientifically proven to be better than the last fitbod's workouts are balanced to Avoid overworking muscles with varied exercises to keep you sharp. It's very easy to use and even has HD video tutorials to make learning new exercises a breeze. Personalized training can be tough on the budget, but FitBod, it's only $9.99 a month or it's $59.99 excuse me, $59.99 a year. Sign up now and you're going to get 25% off of your membership. Now, pick up the pace on your fitness journey with FitBod today and your future self will thank you. Get 25% off your membership at fitbod.me slash SEN live. That's 25% off at fitbod.me slash SEN live. Six bucks a year is a great deal. 25% off that's like that crazy. That's huge. It's really yeah. good. So a lot of these, I mean, I've been very, very excited with the with who we've been involved with. And like as you guys know, we won't get involved with anybody that we don't feel yeah, is. Which and, I respect. And, I don't touch them. Nah, shit. you can't. And in order to really um we that's why when this when they had mentioned Fitbody, you do the research on it, you listen to the conversations and I was like and, and I always get phone, uh, messages about people who are listened to as we've been like when I was doing the doing the Oculus and losing weight. People would start trying, then they listen to you because if you believe in it. So you believe yeah. in it and believe Wait, in FitBot and check it you've out. You've been doing workouts on Oculus. Did you not know oh, that? They're dope, dude. No, boxing and Oculus is incredible. And it's not just boxing, but it's like I have this. Uh, there's this other program that I have on on the Oculus that it's just like you're working with trainers, and it's like the only thing about that I'm in the future for. But like, in, like I remember using the the Oculus for uh, the boss I I used to have and whatnot, yeah. and I just. That thing is like heavy on your head. How are you like? Do they? Do they have? They, I mean, it was that was like Suck one creator. of the first ones that came out. So oh they yeah, just, they've got they like ten times lighter, dude. Now? Okay, well. yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty good. And you just do it's. This is the program I use. Is like is different from um, it's it's Beat Saber, but di but different. Okay. Yeah, but anyway. Okay. Um, I anyway, one scene, is, speaking though, of fitness, yeah. one scene I really liked in this one yes, is nice. a call to the world uh, of reality of Tobey Maguire. The scene where he fell and he gets up and goes, my back, because yeah, he almost yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. play Spider-Man. Oh, right. Because of Seabiscuit injury. His, oh, oh do you, yeah. that's what that, that joke was. Yeah. So but he I, got wicked hurt on Seabiscuit, yeah, and then Jake Gyllenhaal was going to take yes, over and play Spider-Man yeah. going forward, and like literally had like gotten in the suit. Yep. And then Toby was like, actually, I'm fine. I'll do it. And so that back joke. they should have definitely done my neck and my back. <laughs> that was the time. <laughs> that's that's an and R.I.P. to him. By the way, he just passed away. Not too yeah. Long. yeah. Wait, who did? The guy, the the actor who who from that from the from Friday. Oh yes, yes. It, I okay. You were going. I with the, the song. I, I thought you were going to my Ludacris neck, is okay. No no. My, no, 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 no. I'm going. I'm going from Friday. My neck. Yes, yeah. My, my back. My neck and my back. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I, that fuck. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> There's my last one. Uh, now you went over your last one a long time ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I, I think, I mean, there's a lot, anything else that we're missing here from the majority of the beats? I mean, it's, I love the costume. I costume, love how tangible yeah. it feels. Throw I love it, seeing him swing that, that special. I yeah. think that's you. It's my least favorite of the costume. Really? Yeah. Like Cause you can touch it. Yeah. I like no, the I know that. I know that. I think since we've come for, I'm just that person that like, same thing, even looking at like houses, I'm like that, you know, that real modern clean look. Oh yeah. That's kind of yeah, what yeah. you get from the next two. Yeah. Got it. So like looking at back at it, it looks old school. I like which, Craftsman, man. I, I don't, like I don't, houses. I don't, it's, well, I do, it's a beautiful I, thing. But I but, do even like that scene though. When, when he just like, you know, we're, even though I think that the, the scene itself in the in the elevator is unnecessary. It gets itchy when he gets. Mm. But but no, when he says to him, he's like, "Where? How'd you get?" It? He's like, "I made it." 
Yeah. Like it's like that. I, I, yeah. That, yeah. that part I, I do. I do. And like. when it gets demolished, it looks authentically demolished. Well, it's not like true. when, when yeah. superhero suits no. gets demolished, they're like soup. Like no, we got to no, ignore no, the no, rip out moment, no. but yeah. later I, I agree with that. I'm just laughing because there's a moment. I can't remember what specifically it was, but like, obviously all of these actors have to get super in shape for, for the film. Right. There's very clearly a moment where a dude lands a stunt guy because his arms are like the size yeah, they're of gigantic. Yeah. And, and I'm like, that's not Toby. That's <laughs> not Toby. But that's bro. what happens when you have a real suit. Yeah. Which I like. I'd rather have that than like everything CGI. And he always looks a little too opaque. There's something right, strange sure. about a CGI Spider-Man sure. that I really dug in this. I really liked Mary Jane feeling more like Mary Jane in this yeah. one, regardless of the relationship. <laughs> uh, I liked Alfred Molina. Obviously, like I feel Alfred like the Alfred Molina is Molina's like an unsaid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think overall. It does improve on the same beats of the first one, but the fact well, that it's the same beats of the first well, one what is do we think, hurt. What do we think about the Connors relationship in here too? Because I it, love Dylan Baker as Kurt Connors because it was set, I like him better it was, than because it was set up. Was he in the third one? I he, can't yeah, that, that was, he never got to be. He never got to be the lizard. Part. Right. They they set it up. They set, and they set the it up, one. and then he just, he just well, it should have been Sandman Lizard. Instead, yeah. it was Sandman Venom, right. and then everyone wanted more and more Venom, so right. it just took and away from said, Sandman and No Lizard. Let's do it in the fourth one, and there was never a fourth one, right? Yeah, and so. the fourth one was going to be um, Vulture and Black Cat with Anne Hathaway as Black Cat and Malkovich as Vulture. Is that what it was? It was cast. It was done. It was yeah. happening. Well, yeah, I remember that. I remember how, not those particular roles, but I remember like it was that was a done movie. That movie yeah. was done. It was supposed to come out in like 2010. They had release something. dates and everything. Yeah, it was, yeah. was it 2010. I think it was 2010. Because it was like three years or two, three years. And then it was one year later, Amazing Spider-Man. It literally was like, we replaced right. you and then we pushed. 2011. Yeah. Was one, that's what, because they lost the rights. They were going to lose the rights to and it. And that's why they immediately grabbed that's it. That's why they Because I think it was within 12 months of the date. That's exactly right. They lose it. So because that was a speed round. That's why they, they went to the cast and, and got it. Because people yeah. didn't understand why are they making another one? Because they're going to lose the property. And then 2011, ironically, she played Catwoman instead of Black Cat. Yeah, right. I thought she was a good, <laughs> good cat. I liked her as cat one. But it's yeah. funny that she in 2010 was supposed to be in the other universes. Yeah, right, right. Hey, you know, also you put Steph oh. Sabra there. That was, that was, that. That was that. Great fun. cat woman. That was solid cat woman. I, I did that. I, what, how did that happen? I had no know. idea, but that was hilarious. I would, I'd watch had, that movie. Yeah, Steph Sabra <laughs> as Catwoman. Yeah, people, people I'm into are, that. You got to make her sing, though. You got to have a, fi- a time for Selena to sing. <laughs> sing like a screeching cat. That's how she got cast. She knows her. That's that's her own admission. I feel like that's that's becoming, like, obviously her main brand is, like, FCL and World And singing, bad singing. Bad singing is, like, Why do you think I put Chucky there? Because that's where she she sits and now she maybe she'll stop doing that. Uh, <laughs> Chucky wakes up. Will you shut the? That's right. oh, oh, the other thing I didn't do. I wanted to show that. It's just the whole the whole reason. There you go. Finally, perfect. Oh, hey. Spider Man rewatch. There is nice. that's and that was it. Spider Man two, the rewatch. Um, for those people who are joining us today, first of all, thank you for joining us today. But the other thing is that we're going to be doing all of the Spider Man movies next week. Is Spider Man three? Brace yourself. Um, and then we're going to get into Amazing Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man uh, two. Brace yourself. And then the first two Tom Holland movies, and we're going to wrap it up with um, the Into the Spider Verse, which is oh, you're going to use that as the last one. Oh yeah. Okay. Because it's because I think it plays really well for the fact that the multiverse and it'll tie into no already and how it's going to tie in. That makes sense. And then it, that leads us right into No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll and then we'll obviously we'll do the three of us will do it probably a spoiler heavy. Yeah. No Way Home once it comes out and that's how we'll wrap it up. But like a retrospective nothing. of everything we've gone through. Yeah, and see what we were right about, yeah. what we were probably all wrong about, <laughs> um, all of that. So and then uh, and listen, I'm going to be very clear about this. I know how much you guys love this movie. I get it. <laughs> Um, and please go ahead and, and have your discussions and talk about it, what you think holds up, what doesn't hold up. Do you think we're out of our minds? Um, there was something that I saw a comment that I really liked, which said, like, I, I really enjoy listening to how wrong you guys are. <laughs> and, That's why we're here. But, but I, I liked that comment because yeah. it wasn't somebody being disrespectful. It was just somebody going, I don't agree with you. Yeah, I, like I love that. that. I and, like that. And I think we should preface the next episode with these first two movies are exceptional movies. So we've looked at the flaws. In them. Yes. They are overall good. So we've looked at the things that don't work. Like in my in my experience, this is an A minus. So I was looking at what made it not an A plus or an A. That being said, don't be surprised when we go into Spider-Man 3 trying to find the positives. Yeah, it's so gonna, if you it's come, gonna be hard. if you come at us with yeah. like, why are they talking so good about Spider-Man 3 when they didn't about Spider-Man 2? It's because it's known as the greatest Spider-Man movie. So we had to yeah. look at that spider-man 3 is known as the worst so if we seem to be more positive about spider-man 3 we're not on drugs I, it's that we're looking at being I, positive. I think you're being too positive thinking we're going to be positive on i'm trying <laughs> man i'm trying <laughs> sandman's great i haven't seen this since Thomas I, saw it in Church the is great. I, I only saw it for the first time like fully yeah about like four or five years ago i had randomly seen scenes here you and there and as everybody, much as you everybody was like this movie sucks i just remember everybody and, crying 
<laughs> I remember everybody cries in that oh, So cry, crying in the way that South Park, how the kids cried when the new indie came out. They were like, they did it. They ruined no, him. No, I just remember. No, like, no, I, no, I remember in, in the movie. movie everyone like, cries. Everyone's crying. I remember James Franco crying. I remember oh. Toby McGuire oh, crying. Oh, I thought you meant the audience. No, I mean. Oh. That's <laughs> just inside. No, I, just remember, inside. I just remember everybody crying. I remember, yeah. like, everybody I cries. just remember that for me, again, I think Franco is the one that walks away with this third one. And especially with the, uh, and Sandman, the story there with the kid and everything, too, yeah. I think is good. I got to watch. But, I, I don't remember it at but all. Yeah, the I really don't. fact that Franco became a damn meme with the wink, bro. Like eating oh, the, the, the wink pie, to pie. The wink, and he disappears. Like, I mean. I love that scene, but it's not I, a good I mean, scene. I gotta, <laughs> no, but Franco is. Oh, yeah. He sucks, gets it. But Franco But he's is. in it. He knows exactly what well, he's doing. That's that why is, it's a meme. That is next week. This week, obviously, was Spider-Man 2. Please go ahead and comment. Tell us exactly what you um, thought of the movie, what you like about the rewatch. Don't forget today at uh, 4 p.m. We have the rewatch of Empire Strikes Back. Finally, sorry about the two-week hiatus because we were in New York and I forgot to hit a record button last time. So uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you to Winston A. Marshall. Thank you to Koji Andrew. Thank you to you guys for watching us. That is the big thing. Really appreciate you guys joining us here today. Don't forget to find us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on this channel. Thank you, and we'll see you on the flip side. Peace! Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You just bought a home in the suburbs, but no one told you about all the birds, specifically this one, who seems to be calling out Roy. Roy. But who exactly is Roy? And why doesn't he ever respond? Maybe Roy is just bird speak for save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. I guess until Roy answers, we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.